your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there debut September 14th of 1976 and then made his last appearance as a major league umpire last year on October 6th after 5,460 games and now Joe has a new podcast with our friend Mike Claiborne that will debut on Monday and Joe West is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joe, good morning. How you doing? Oh, it's great. How are you guys doing today? Everything's good. So uh, Joe West moves from umpire to podcast co-host. How did this occur? Well, Mike called me and he says, all the stories that I have to tell, I should put them on the air. (laughs) He said, I got this idea and I think it would be fun because you got so many stories and so many memories in baseball. And and so I said, well, what do you propose? And we talked for a little bit and then... uh, it was a, it was a, I thought it was a good idea, and the, and the coolest thing about it is, everybody that we have as a guest uh, will just tell stories about the good things that happen. We don't have to be controversial. I mean, I've had enough controversy in my life, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, Joe, who are some of the guests that are going to be joining you and Mike Claiborne on the podcast? Well, we we've already interviewed uh, Mark Grace, and uh, we're going to interview. Uh, some of these celebrities, uh, you will think, how, how in the world does Joe West know them? But uh, I, I've had conversations with Gene Autry's widow, Jackie. She wants to come on and chat for a little while. And and I've uh, contacted Peter Ubrall's office, and uh, and uh, we've got uh, a whole bunch of people that were lining up. And I, I'd hate to I hate to say anything because you might, you know look into this and say, well, who's he going to have next? And that's what I really want. You know, I'd like to create the interest where you're going to be looking every week to see who's going to be on. Joe West, I I know that you have a special affinity for St. Louis, honored a couple of times at the Baseball Writers' Dinner, and you met your wife, Rita, here in St. Louis, right? What's your favorite St. Louis story? (laughs) Well, I I hate to repeat this because it picks on Tim McCarver, but the the story about Tim going to the mound to talk to Bob Gibson when Bob said that you need to get back behind home plate because the only thing you know about pitching is you can't hit it. <laughs> so I I hate to bring that up, but it is funny, and uh, you know, and uh, Tim's a long time. Uh, legend there in St. Louis and uh, and I actually had him uh, in Philadelphia when he when he got traded up there but uh, that that's one of my one of my favorite stories and you know uh, Mike Shannon's uh, restaurant downtown where used to she used to be the general manager there that was um, a, a haunt for everybody everybody used to go over there after the game and and I can remember going over there Mike saying you know I I hate the rules of baseball cuz I, I I went home for six one time, and the game was canceled and called off. Uh, I said, but Mike, it was opening day of the season. Your batting average didn't go down at all. He said, yeah, but it was at zero. It's tough to make up over for six, you know. <laughs> 
Well, Joe, you, the podcast, 5460, the record number of games that you umpired in the regular season, that's a long time to do something. Do you miss it at all? Well, you know, the, the travel is so bad, and as you get older, it gets tougher on you to, to get up and, and make these early morning flights to go to the next town. So, no, I don't miss that at all. I do I do miss the game because it's a great game, and and I've always said this, the, the greatest part of the game is you're witnessing a piece of history every day. Some days it's just a little bigger history than others. You know, I was uh, I was lucky enough that I had uh, uh, guys like Willie McCovey. I had Willie McCovey's 500th home run when I was behind, I was behind the plate. And the, the only reason I knew it was his 500th home run was because they showed it on the scoreboard after he hit it. <laughs> and I was at first base for Nolan Ryan's fifth no-hitter. I was at... Uh, First base from Pete Rose tied the record for most consecutive games of the hit, and I was behind the plate the next day when he broke it. And um, th- th- things like that, you know, you look back on it. I've been in six World Series and uh, ten league championships and, and playoffs and stuff. And, it, and so uh, and even my last game, the walk-off home run between the Dodgers and the Cardinals in uh, Dodger Stadium to go to the – it was a wild card game. I mean, the, your your piece of history and it's a cool thing. And I I'm looking at a picture right now on my wall here that um, when I broke the record for the most games umpired by a major league umpire in Chicago, there's over a hundred people on the field here getting up with me after the game, and and they range from uh, the Oak Ridge boys to Larry Gatlin to uh, Amy Lou Harris to uh, Dave Casper and Paul Krause who are in the Football Hall of Fame. There's six different umpires there. And uh, and there's a guy in the back who was uh, died two days later after after being at the event. And, and it was it's just a special thing. The, the chicken even came out of retirement to go to that game. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego chicken, that's great. And you mentioned all those country stars. You, of course, had the nickname the Cowboy and did the, the country album. Did you meet those people through your singing endeavors? Well, you know, it's funny. I met the Oak Ridge boys through Mickey Gilly and Johnny Lee. They were performing in North Carolina, and I was up there and that's how I met them the first time. Actually, I might have met the Oak Ridge boys before I met Mickey and, and Johnny, but uh, we really got to know each other then. And then uh, they've been friends for over 40 years. I, it's it's amazing that, uh, you know, uh, Richard Sturban, the, the bass singer in that group, he was uh, one of the original founders of the Nashville Sounds. He and Conway Twitty and um, Roy Clark started the Nashville Sounds there, and they're they're the Triple A team in Nashville now. And and I mean they follow baseball religiously. It was funny. I met them. Uh, they played in St. Charles there around St. Louis. Uh, I want to say a couple of years ago, and they invited us to the show, and and uh, we got the we met them before the before the show, and and then I took Rita inside, and as we're walking in who's coming off stage but Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin brothers. So she got to meet Larry there. And then we walk a little bit further and she got to meet Tanya Tucker. So cool. <laughs> it's, just, it's been, it's been fun. And, uh, this, this job opened a lot of doors for me. I mean, I met presidents, doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs, you know, and <laughs> so 
That's great. What's Joe up? West, former Major League umpire with us on 101 ESPN and the Joe West podcast, 5460 with the Joe West podcast with Mike Claiborne drops on Monday. Hey, Joe, you mentioned with Tim McCarver that you had the relationship with him and you had him in Philadelphia. What was it like for an umpire to have Yadier Molina over the course of the last 17 or 18 years? Well, he's a great catcher. I mean, you know, he uh, he lets you see the pitch, which is so important. You know, it's a lot of people uh, don't realize how important it is for the for the catcher to to give you a look at the pitch. You know, uh, Molina's good. Uh, Jerry Grody was good. Steve Yeager was good. One of the hardest guys to work behind was Bench because Bench was so big. And uh, so, and and Johnny knew that, and he'd sit right in the middle of the plate so he wouldn't get in your way. <laughs> he, he didn't move inside to to try to get a pitch inside. He would sit in the middle of the plate and hold the glove where it wanted the ball because he knew he was so big. If he moved, he would be in your way. And uh, so they caught, you know, each of them a little bit different. You know, Benito Santiago was good to work behind. Manny Sanguian was good to work behind. And but uh, they knew that they're their job is to let the umpire see the pitches and then Molina was very good at that. So Joe, at the beginning we were laughing about how, how the job of an umpire inherently comes with controversy. There's the human element. You have to make split second decisions. There's gotta be a lot of pressure involved in that. And you've had such a great career, but when you look back on it, if there's one call that you could have back, if you, if I granted you one wish and you could go back in that moment and do it over, is there one that, that you would describe for us? Wow. I, you know, I was very lucky. The The controversial stuff that I had, uh, like the interference in the outfield with uh, Altuve hit the ball in, in the playoff, uh, I got that right. The the plays at third base, I got right. The, the interference call in the World Series with the Marlins and the Indians, I got that right. The the tough plays that... that, that uh, a guy like Don Denkinger or Jimmy Joyce had, they have to live with those the rest of their life because they're magnified so much in in the big moment of the game. Like we're talking about, you're witnessing a piece of history every day. And you you don't understand how much that taxes an umpire and how much pressure that puts on them. I mean, I'm I'm working the uh, Clay Buckholtz first full start in the big leagues in Boston. And we get to the eighth inning, I look up on the scoreboard, and he's got a no-hitter, and I'm going, oh, this is great. I've got a no-hitter here. i got to pay attention. I can't miss anything now, you know. And so I'm waiting a little bit longer on every pitch to be sure I get it right, you know. And the last pitch comes in, breaking ball right down the middle, and I wait, and I wait, and the catcher's going, are you going to call that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and so I call strike three, but... I mean, you don't realize that there's a lot of pressure you put on yourself to do this. And uh, and I, I tell I tell young umpires all the time, I said, you have three responsibilities. Your first responsibility is to the game of baseball. And that might not mean the commissioner's office. It means to the game itself. And your second responsibility is to your profession. And that might not mean the union, but to the profession of umpiring. And your third responsibility is to know what you, do what you know is honest and morally correct in your heart. And if you do things in that order, nothing you do will be wrong. And you can, you're only human. You can only do the best you can. And like I said, do what's morally and honest, correct in your heart. Now, 
when you do that, you may get killed for it, but you will always be right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the key. Absolutely. We're looking forward to the podcast, Joe West, 5460, the Joe West podcast with Mike Claiborne, and it drops on Monday. That'll be the first episode. We can't wait for it to start. We thank so much. thank you so much for your time this morning, and hopefully we'll be able to do this again and help promote the podcast further. Absolutely. We'll get both of you guys on there. <laughs> it sounds good, Joe. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. See if that is Joe West, the Cowboy on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.